Griffin here. None of these scenarios are based on any real-life events. Everything is made up entirely on the spot. Take it away, song! I'm Griffin. I'm Henry Henry. And this is Kill to Death. The Improvised True Crime Podcast. What have you ever done? Uh, Steve, you're of course Henry Henry, because our guest last week, uh, that was the victim's name, and I think our, our guest didn't want to think of a new name. It could be tough to think of three names. I get yeah, that. They have to come up with their name. Well, no, they their parents had to come up with their name. <laughs> uh, and I guess the parents of the victim came up with their name. Steve, this upcoming weekend. It's fun to see the levels and the difference between, and especially when you made that noise. Sh- sure. <laughs> Check it out. Uh, we are going to a winter cottage this uh, upcoming see, this weekend. This is what I was going to do, but okay. This is good. Go ahead. <laughs> uh and yeah and you can let me know if i'm doing it differently than you would have done uh i well, just wanted i wouldn't have called it a cottage well that's true because eric's friends uh seem to be rich um steve we're going to a winter cottage and we wanted to kind of talk about uh this is my first time going to one you just recently went to one for the first time yeah we've never, first time ever we've never been to to this kind of snowy muskoka experience before mm-hmm. so what are some tips what are some things to keep in mind that might be different than going to a cottage in the summer yeah um tip number one fishing way different way different way different uh summer fishing sometimes there's a boat there's a dock this time around, we're fishing in a smaller cottage that they've built out on the lake. Um, and I understand that's where you and I are staying for most of the weekend. Um, and that's right. whatever we catch, we're allowed to eat. But then at the same time, the other cottage guests are trying to catch us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it is. Um, they are hunting us for sport, we should mention. His friends are very rich. And um, that's kind of the game of the weekend. Um, but at least we'll have somewhere to hold up and uh, hunker down. See, I'm worried because they told us about this fish hut. I've, I feel like it's a trap to uh, rest there. Mm, okay, that's true. So you think we should f- build a new shelter? <laughs> yeah, right next door on the open ice. <laughs> Oh, okay, I could get in on that, and then I think we should use our head start time to kind of do some carpentry right in the open. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people use that head start time in one of these dangerous game scenarios to run, but I think we should build. Works in Fortnite. Yeah, you can build in Fortnite. Right? Do one of these. <laughs> yeah, we should use our head start to dab. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna say you're gonna uh, just you know be conscious that the the guest the guest types might be different because it's winter because it's winter or because they're all rich and um, trying to kill us. Well, no, these are these are tips for anyone going to a cottage in the winter. Oh, okay, okay. Um, in the in the summer, you might get you know some dads with the barbecue and the Hawaiian shirts and stuff. Uh, in the winter, you're gonna get bonhomme. I hope and he's there. So what I will say is you know yeah I hope he's there hunting us big fluffy gun (laughs) (laughs) big fluffy bullets (laughs) that's not so bad no those aren't so bad 
yeah, that's true. It can be a, it's a brand new cast of characters for the winter. Um, Santa. Jack Frost. Yeah. <laughs> Two notoriously winterized characters. Wait, that implies that they were once summer based. Well, they they exist in the summer. Maybe out Jack Frost. I don't know his lore, and I don't really know him. But Santa, I think, exists in the summer. He's just Jack Frost is just a guy. Is that right? I don't know. <laughs> what does he do? Does I he have a gun? <laughs> yeah. There's multiple movies called Jack Frost, none of which I've seen. But I think there's a horror movie, and there's a family. A Martin movie? Short movie, I think. Oh, maybe there's three. The one I was thinking of was. Michael Keaton, I think, is in it. Oh, yeah, I think that's right. I think that's who I was thinking of when I said Martin Short. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, Michael Keaton. If that's ever happened to either of them. But... Or was Martin Short, oh, oh, Jack oh, Frost, and Santa Claus 3? Sorry. Uh, sorry, uh, I just came to... Uh, uh, someone's rented a movie. It was The Santa Claus 3 ja- with Jack Frost mm. starring Martin Short. Right. Oh, yeah, that would have been me. Okay, here oh, you so go. You haven't seen All right, it yet. I'll see you later. Oh, thank you so much. I rent movies for my neighbor. So what I do is I kind of text him the, just the name of a movie, and he comes off and drops it off and said that I rented it. Do you ever have to give it back? Uh, he would like me to, but I've kind of got a pile just collecting in my living room. I have not watched a single one of these films. Well, it shows. Because... I just like seeing him. He was nice, right? <laughs> he was a really cool guy. I've never actually met him, so that's just nice that you guys have a rapport. Steve, final tips. Uh, final tips: Stay warm. That means two socks, two pants, two shirts, and um, a tiny little hat that you can roll up above your ears. <laughs> and uh, my final tip is uh, winterize the cottage. <laughs> and that's our job when we get up there. <laughs> yeah, they're making us winterize the cottage before they hunt us. Yeah. But goddamn, that bonhomme's charming. I think if we do a good enough job, they actually won't. Yeah, that's what they said. And I'm going to ride that out until I'm proven otherwise. Steve, speaking of riding it out, do you want to uh, <laughs> begin and then show. finish this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> the victim, Duncan Pissclam, found dead <laughs> on a volcano. Today's guest, Troy Fireneck, volcanologist, who found Duncan's body. Troy, hello. Hey. Hey, you're out of breath. <sighs> yeah, I just ran up this volcano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're zooming us just... in from the top of a volcano, it looks like. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is, oh, man, it's a new world. <sighs> anyway, how you doing? I found this body. <clears throat> <clears throat> Why did you run up? Well, I was late for this meeting. I had a, had a, I was watching the Santa Claus three, the Escape Clause with Tim Allen as the Santa Claus, and Martin Short as Jack Frost, and uh, I just had to see the end of the movie, right? But we were watching it at that little cabin at the bottom of the volcano, and um, as you as you know, we don't get internet down there. So I what had you to come do back at the top, to the top of the volcano. The, at the top of the volcano. So yeah, I guess there's reception. It's the fire. Right. Oh, it's the fire. It's not the altitude. It helps the electrons kind of um, work. Whoa, it's so cool talking to a scientist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you want to know about electrons? You want to know about fire? Yeah. You know, I got you. Well, I mean, you uh, can you explain? I mean, a lot of people might not know this profession. What does a volcanologist do? Volcanology. 
people, a lot of people say, oh, the okay. science of studying volcanoes, not me. The art of studying volcanoes. Wow. I climb up to the top of a volcano, and I look down into that fiery abyss, and I look upon the torment that the Lord has brought upon this world to teach mankind about the sins that they have committed and just a constant reminder of the fire and a hell that awaits us all in the afterlife. Steve, if you so, like seeing waveforums, <laughs> I'm loving these. <laughs> now, do you do any, uh, let's say, like uh, research or experiments or, or are you just like a depressed guy? Uh, well, a little bit of both, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B, a little bit of column C, Ooh. which is I'm in love with fire <laughs> sexually. <laughs> okay. I have a sexual arousal towards the flame. And uh, what I do, if you want, if you must know. <laughs> yeah, we're really I cover for my, this. <laughs> I cover my genitals and anus in <laughs> kerosene, a kerosene-soaked cotton balls and i rub them all around and i stand next to the volcano until a fire erupts within me so uh, who pays you jacob who's jacob <laughs> my, my friend my friend jacob <laughs> that's nice of him yeah is he a scientist he is not a scientist <laughs> he's another flamey like myself, we met a on a flamey, me- a flame loving message C board. Jacob, Jacob, Jacob is a column C guy. He's a straight up column C guy. He's a straight up column C guy. And so, we met on the flamey board. Oh, sorry. No interest in anything else to do with the volcanoes. Yeah, and for me, I, that's what I brought to the party, right? I thought I'd bring a little science. You know, Jacob was all about, oh, the fire, isn't it beautiful? Oh, it's so sexy. Doesn't it look so hot and sexy? And yes, it does. But what about the science? And that's what I'm about. So if I was to be honest with you, I do some science experiments. Yes, I do things like which type of fire feels the best on my genitals and inside my anus. I do tests like what color flames uh, look best on when <laughs> I have uh, uh, my, my genitals and anus have become a light. Um, explain experiments like that make me evolve. And honestly, any volcanologist, you ask any volcanologist, that's the kind of stuff that we do. And a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people think they're like studying the Earth's crust or something. No, that's a crustologist. Everyone knows that. So. Right. You are purely uh, trying to see which color of flame looks best on when in your genitals. And anus, yes. How'd you get into that? <laughs> oh, how did I, I get into this story? That story goes back all the way back to 1928. Ooh. The Roaring 20s. My one mother, year away from the Depression? One year away from the big crash on uh bloody monday close i think bloody tuesday there was a bloody day i was really young and i don't remember what day it was the point is my mother came into the house and she said my first name which of course is um do you want help 
Troy. Okay. <laughs> it's Troy. It's Troy, and I know my first name. I don't. Thank you for your assistance. She said, Troy, come over here. And I said, okay, <laughs> Mom. And I went over there. She said, here's a little chocolate for you. And she Ooh. she flicked a chocolate bar. Right. She flicked it at me from across the room, and it landed directly in my mouth. And I thought, wow. This is unwrapped? My mother has, yeah, that's impressive. That's an impressive move, and she's an impressive woman. And I am just so lucky to have such a wonderful mother. At which point, a fiery arrow came bursting through the window (laughs) and struck her in her neck, and she became a flame. (laughs) And she passed away that day in the house on fire, and, and all I could feel was a sexual arousal. Okay, so someone fired a flaming arrow into your house. Mm-hmm. And is that how you adopted the name Fireneck? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is actually my birth name is not that. Mm. Yeah, it's Ice Ankle. That was my that's what I was born with. That was the name. That was my mother's name. So as this young child, you felt extreme sexual arousal watching your mother burn in front of you. Uh, no, she had already passed. Uh, hours had passed. I was over. I, I had. Uh, you were I, over at your own house. Process. Yeah, oh, the, I was over at my house, and the grieving <laughs> process had come to its natural conclusion. And uh, the fire still burned, and I was just gazing into the fire and thinking, "Isn't it beautiful? Something that can cause so much death can also be so beautiful. It can be so hot." And sexy. Do you so. live at, at a volcano? I do. I do. Do you live at this one? Yep. Where are you right now? Oh, uh, Vesuvius. Oh, this is the Mount Vesuvius mm-hmm. in, in uh, Big v. Pompeii. Big v. Pompeii, yeah. Yeah, really proud of that. Really proud of, of what she did back then. Uh, <laughs> we're just hoping this happens again. You know, I got a cool little... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I got a. I kind of created a little town down at the bottom of the, of the volcano. There, uh, I got a, a collection of you know squirrels and rats and different rodents, and they have a little kind of village there. And hoping, you know, fingers crossed that uh, you know maybe someday they'll be encased in lava. Are they in like cages? Mm-hmm. Cages. Okay, you've caged rodents down at the bottom of Vesuvius, hoping mm-hmm. it erupts. I'm not going to make it erupt, but if it does... <laughs> is there a way? What would you do? What would I do? Yeah, how do you make a volcano erupt? Uh, well, that's happened, uh, you know, uh, uh, 14 times in human history. And how many of, course, of them the most were recent you? Time, uh, 13 were me. Um, and one of them was uh, former president Barack Obama. Uh, he... Um, set off a nuclear explosion in the middle of a volcano. That'll but, do it, I guess. Yeah. So, so that but, happened, and it it, right. it caused an it caused an <laughs> eruption, as it does. But, but he did it for good. He did it for the good of mankind. Oh, how so? Yeah, uh, because if he didn't do that, uh, as you know, that was the year <laughs> that. The big drought was coming, and that caused. Uh, have you heard of global warming? 
Yeah, 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 a little bit. That climate change, you've heard of that? Yeah, the the what big drought was... that almost happened. The big drought that almost happened. He prevented that truth. from happening. Mm-hmm. He, he prevented that from happening by erupting that volcano. And he did it himself. He didn't. Every all How of his advisors told him not to. He has. He's, he's the president. He got the nuclear codes. This was after he was president, though. Um, this was during the Trump presidency and Trump. Uh, so he had to he what he did to be snuck into like Mission Impossible style snuck into the White House and stole the nuclear codes uh, and uh, he went down there to the volcano and um, set it off and saved the drought from happening. Well, uh, so. <clears throat> well knowing uh, Trump, I bet the nuclear codes were one, two, three, four. Yeah, that's correct. One, two, three, yeah, four. Yeah, I bet the were code the was codes. Uh, the color orange. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on account of his skin color. Yes. <laughs> yeah, his dude. Love, uh, his love. I really. Fruit. I get jokes. I'm. I know jokes. You want to hear a good joke? Okay. Yeah. Knock knock. Steve, you take this one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Knock knock. Who's there? Me too. <laughs> I'm here too. We're both here. Let's have fun. Let's have <laughs> oh, party. I thought this was a me too joke. <laughs> Oh no 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 no! Oh, oh, no thank no, God. I don't joke about that. I just mean you're here, so am I. Let's dance. <laughs> oh, man, good. we have so much you fun. Good we have so much fun. Oh right, you're you're in currently Pompeii, the former remains of Pompeii. I'm assuming they didn't rebuild. Is there a they current Pompeii? Rebuild. There is a Pompeii, new Pompeii. They call and it. Is it just it your is. squirrel colony? Well, there is a squirrel con- colony there, but there's also a bustling metropolis of people running oh, wow. willy-nilly from building to building. Oh, business, buy, high, sell low. That's what they all they say. All this stuff, big metropolis, casinos. It's interesting they're not Italian. <laughs> yeah, this uh, this area has been reclaimed, <laughs> reclaimed. by the United States. <laughs> You're saying that <laughs> the U.S. once held Italy. They what you yeah that's yeah you remember the the great uh, Italian revolution? No, this was the one where uh, they got Italy back from America, but America did reclaim this one portion because Italy didn't want it. They said that we that's been too much trauma on our people, so uh, you guys can have it. And now it's a bustling city. It's one of the New most Pompeii, profitable cities. A bustling American metropolis at the well, base of Vesuvius. Why do you even that's need right. to? cage up animals then at the bottom <laughs> it's already sounds like there's already something there that would be destroyed by the majesty of this volcano were it to erupt oh, it's so magical eh? yeah yeah you're right about that but I don't want people to perish I really Just don't you're a good really guy don't. thank you but if they do <laughs> I can't do anything about it <laughs> Is it in danger of erupting? Like, has there been earthquakes or tremors? Let's just say, don't plan any trips to Italy. (laughs) Okay, so yes. (laughs) Well, no, I didn't say say that. I mean, 13 other times you've made a volcano erupt, it sounds like. So I wouldn't put it past you to to do it once again. (laughs) How'd you get your hand on a nuke? Oh, very good question. I built them. <laughs> you I are a them. scientist, after all. Yeah, I use science. Uh, like I, like I said, I, I have, I love science. I just love the science of things, how things work. You know, 
my top three subscribed to YouTube channels are How Stuff Works, <laughs> Science, 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 and Batteries. What What's up? So I, I, I take, I consume a lot of science content. So yeah. <laughs> you learned how to make a nuke off YouTube? Off of YouTube, yeah. yeah. Have you seen Batteries, What's Up? The Batteries, What's <laughs> Is Up Is that channel? what that channel's telling you? Yeah. Basically, uh, you can... A nuke is just a lot of power, right? It's a lot of power all coming out all at once. Mm. So, so you put enough batteries together, that's a nuke. That's a nuke, baby. I went to over 4,200 Best Buys and, uh, and uh, Circuit Cities, and I bought up every single triple <laughs> and double A battery I could find. And I just strung them all together, daisy-chained them together with, with loops of wire and copper strings, and I threw it into the volcano. Oh, man, it was beautiful. You should have seen it. Uh, tell us about Duncan Piss Clam. Duncan Piss Clam. My mortal enemy. He, oh, wow. Yeah. Oceanographer? He saying, he's an oceanographer. <laughs> Duncan Pissclam, my enemy. I hated him because I, for no other reason than I love volcanoes and he loves water. Oh. And we just, we just can't get along. And why nope, did we you have to? Get along. Why, where were you forced to be in the same place? Well, you at Lake, at Lake Vesuvius. Mm. Right. There's a small lake on the side of the the mountain there. And what interest did an oceanographer have in that small lake? <laughs> uh, well, uh, there was rumors abound that that lake was actually another ocean <laughs> that had yet to be discovered. <laughs> <laughs> what were the rumors? Uh, that was basically it. Oh, they would just say, this is probably it. another ocean. Yeah. That just hasn't been discovered yeah. yet. That's why we call it a lake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was it. It was it. It was salt water. It was, on, you know, it was over here, and they're like, well, it's, everyone knows what makes an ocean. What are three things about an ocean? Big. One, water. Two, big. Three, salt water. So, now, this okay. is a small lake, though. It had two uh, out of three. A small lake, but... Yeah, and the big yeah, was but two or three is pretty good. Oh, maybe maybe Duncan was just there because he heard the rumors and he was just going to rule it out. He could have just been like, "Yeah, no, this is actually not." An That's ocean. true. Does he get to declare what or is is or is not an ocean? He has been granted that power by the Queen of England herself, and my best friend. <laughs> oh God, she is a treat. She I haven't she, seen her in a yeah, while. She, uh, right, okay. <laughs> What do you think about Charles? King Charles? Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> Potentially. What? Who said that? I didn't kill the queen. You did. <laughs> I never would have done that. She was cool. She was my friend. Tell us about finding Duncan's body. Okay. Uh, I was swimming, taking a swim down over at Old Ocean Vesuvius. We already kind of started calling it that because, you know, the writing was on the wall. Big, the big news was going to come out. But I think, personally, I think someone was trying to silence that. I think someone oh. was trying to... I think Big Ocean was trying oh, to prevent... Well, no, this is the big... the, oh, the big, uh Oh, even bigger. Higher than that. This goes all the way to the top. 
all the way to the top to the, uh, the United Oceans Committee. Wow. It's a, it's a committee, a, P, a council, UOC. if you will. UOC, you know the UOC. Yeah. Yeah. UOC, uh, the council, you know, they have a lot wrapped up in there only being, you know, I want to say three oceans. <laughs> Uh, no, four oceans. To try and get no. it down to three. Five. <laughs> How many oceans are there? And be honest, Griffin. Here's a, I don't know for be sure. Honest. I'm going to say seven. Let's list them: Atlantic, Pacific, Pacific uh, Arctic, Indian. Antarctic, Arctic. Indian. I know that's, that's as far as I got. Uh, oh, I guess I guess I can't say Mediterranean. That's a, I don't know the difference between sea and ocean. It's no, no Mediterranean sea is not an ocean. I don't think. Mm. Uh, what about Ocean Ontario? Ocean, that's a city. Mm. Oh, wait a minute. What are the seven oceans in the world? Oh, they're dividing it up into North Atlantic, South Atlantic, North Pacific, South Pacific, Indian, no, I don't buy Southern into Oceans, that. and Arctic. I don't buy into that. That's, that's this is from OceanService.noaa.gov. Okay. N-O-A-A. I don't trust in any domains longer than three letters. <laughs> that is a, a pretty good rule to go by. Yeah. And like, and like plus dot C-O dot U-K. What's that? What's up with all this stuff? Steve, I said is your gov. website now making noises? No. Do they have good GIFs on the ocean I'm noise? Not on on the the, ocean I wasn't noise? even on the site. <laughs> I was making noises. <laughs> Out of delight. Do you think it's n it's dot n o a a because of Noah and all those? Oh, and this big oceans, arc, this big arc in the oceans. Geographically, where would uh, that ocean be? Vesuvius. When the whole world got flooded. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you it's were swimming Vesuvius. in Lake Vesuvius. I swimming in Lake Vesuvius, and I spotted something deep down at the bottom. It, it was, I mean, it's not that deep, right? It's like. You know, I was like, it's up to my waist, let's say. And so I was kind of wading along <laughs> in, this, in um, Ocean Vesuvius. Yeah, yeah, there were lily pads. Um, and I saw <laughs> down at the bottom of the deepest, darkest holes in the ocean at the bottom, deep down at the bottom, was a, an object. Hmm. Hmm. I thought to myself, hmm. <laughs> What did you say? I said, that that looks like an object, I said. <laughs> so I... Were you but, snorkeling? You know, I thought, it's probably nothing. I was snorkeling, yeah. I do I do often snorkel down there. Um, so you said, that looks like an object. Got a bunch of water in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, I said that out loud, and I almost choked and drowned and died. And honestly, that's just another reason I hate oceans. Because oceans cause so much pain. Yeah. They cause so much death. They're so... They're so dangerous. We're fire. It's beautiful. It's natural. Hurts your anus. You, know, you can't get hurt by it. It does. Well, it does hurt your anus, but it hurts so good, my dude. Have you tried that? Do you done any kind of fire stuff? Have I ever burnt my genitals and, mm. and anus for fun and sexual arousal? Yeah, that's the no. question. No, Steve. Well, not not for fun. Oh, you can yeah for work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay yeah i see yeah but you know what if you love what you do you never work a day in your life so you saw what object did it did it end up being uh a rubik's cube but solved wow oh. 
Well, can we can we check actually back in on a, on a thread we used to touch on in this show? Steve was working on getting his time down on how fast he could solve a Rubik's cube. I haven't checked it in months. What are you down to now? Oh, I haven't timed it in forever. I'll, I'll do one for, on the break for you. <laughs> so you found a solved Rubik's cube. Found a solved Rubik's cube, and I thought there's only one person in the world that can solve a Rubik's cube. Duncan Pissclam. He's the only guy that can do it that I know of. And I assume, I mean, it's really hard. <clears throat> so uh, I thought, this is suspicious. Why would he have just left it here? He loves his Rubik's Cube. He loves it. It's a, it's a custom Rubik's Cube where uh, every single dot, uh, every single s- color on the Rubik's Cube, every side, is a different ocean. So cool. Yeah, blue, blue. Oh, blue. Uh, then the other side is like a dark blue for uh, Atlantic. Of course, that one we all know is darker. Anyways, so different sides, different things. Rubik's cube. I, but he would never have left it behind. He, it's too important to him. And then I looked up in the tree, and there he was, hanging upside down. From one of the branches, his anus and genitals covered in water. And he was dead. What we're going to do is take a quick break. When we come back, hopefully we can figure out what happened to Duncan Piss Clam. are back on kill to death uh, i'm still here with henry henry that's right you just solved the rubik's cube in one minute 20 seconds yeah do you remember what the, your best time was before is that better or worse it's <laughs> that's, that's way worse <laughs> i used to be eight seconds <laughs> is it oh. is it better or worse do, do you oh, think that's you're much at the better. same level like do you forget or oh, okay that's much better i still like i do it absentmindedly as i as i um watch tv because I'm really cool, man. And by TV, you mean you watch uh, How to Solve a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> yeah. My favorite show. Uh, and we are also still here uh, with Troy Fireneck. Troy, yeah. you're at least 95 years old. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Good at math, I see. <laughs> uh, yeah. I am 95 years old. <laughs> you're less than one. Witnessed. I was born on a leap year. Wait, so... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So when you when you describe Duncan Pissclam as your mortal enemy, it's because you are the opposite. <laughs> His immortal yeah. enemy. Yeah, we, we got in a lot of fights over at the old science center, the Ontario <laughs> Science Center. We would go down there to tell everyone about it. I would stand outside, and you know, as children were coming in, I would say, hey... You heard about volcanoes, kid? And he would be doing the same thing about oceans and, you know, you heard about oceans? Yeah, yeah, kid, you heard about oceans? Let me tell you a little bit about oceans. And he'd give them pamphlets. And, you know, I just thought it was dangerous. You know, I said, you can't be telling people about oceans. They could drown if they see an ocean. So I was worried about that. And I just, I'm just looking out for them kids. 
that's all I care about is those kids, just those sweet little angel boys and girls, and you know, and just out there in the world and just innocent little children and just like, drowning, drowning. You know how many kids have drowned in an ocean this year? No. Two hundred and fifty million. <laughs> this year, Good it's Lord. February. <laughs> and and so I don't want how many died have died from volcanoes? Just one, but that was on purpose. Like the volcano did it on purpose? No, it was a it was a execution. Um, they were being convicted of a multiple homicide, double homicide, multiple uh, tried double as an adult, <laughs> multiple double wow. homicides, and was tried as an adult. So their MO was always killing two people at once. Yeah, yeah, that's how they caught him. That's how they caught him. <laughs> that's they how that they pattern. caught him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that guy's killing two people at once instead of one. We better that's, arrest him. <laughs> yeah. They're like that's the that's the the the, I, the there's been a movie about it. Had, I think like Colin Farrell played the detective, and there was a, a big board, and he was looking at it, and there's red yarn tied all across the board, and he was like, "What is connecting all of these murders together? It was all two people. Therefore, it must be Cynthia Pastrami." Uh, and she was a kid, just like you were when you witnessed your mother get a flaming arrow shoot through the window, through her neck. Uh, she got engulfed and flamed and died. Uh, a few hours later, uh, you were over at your house. You saw that flaming corpse, and you got sexually aroused. That's column oh, yeah. C of why you're a volcanologist. Column A is the experiments. Column B is you're a depressed guy. This is great. So people don't even need to listen to the first half of the show. You just... <laughs> that's it. That's all of it. There is... There There's is so, so much, much more. <laughs> <laughs> you currently live uh, on Mount Vesuvius. You live at the base mm-hmm. in a cabin. You, uh, but mm-hmm. the internet's not so good, so you ran all the way up to the top mm-hmm. to talk to us today. Uh, this is what you're studying currently. You're hoping that it erupts and engulfs either the bustling American city of New Pompeii that's uh, emerged near its base, or your personal rats that you keep near the bottom. Also around the base is uh, Lake Vesuvius. Uh, this is a small pond that there's rumors that it's an ocean. <laughs> That's what brought Duncan Pissworm, uh, that rival Pissquire. oceanographer. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Pissworm! Oh! Shout out to Eric Dan. We'll see you at the cottage this weekend. <laughs> Three weeks uh, ago. <laughs> Duncan Pissclam. Yes. Uh, your rival it's what brought him there to either confirm or deny that this was an ocean. Uh, and I forget why the United Ocean Committee was involved. What, what are the, what's their stake? Do they want it to be an ocean or not? No, they were trying to suppress it. They, they were, were trying, trying to suppress to it. it. Yeah, yeah. They didn't want that to come out. You were swimming one day, uh, wading waist deep. Actually, no, you were snorkeling in the pond. Mm-hmm. I was looking for evidence. I was looking for, you know, vol- I was doing science. It's way too complicated to explain to you, so don't even ask me, but trust me when I say I'm very smart. Down at the bottom, you see an object. You think, hmm, but you say that's an object. It turns out it's a solved Rubik's Cube. The only man that you know how to solve a Rubik's Cube is Duncan himself. You look up in the tree. He's hanging there upside down, his genitals and anus covered in water, just like how you like to cover your genitals and anus in fire. I never made that connection. (laughs) 
Did you know that he was interested in water in the same way you were interested in fire? I did. <laughs> I did. Oh, like okay, you, so then why was this? It sounds like you did make that connection. I just made it right now. So, what do you think about that? <laughs> Zencaster, request to join. Zencaster, request to join. Oh, God, did they get Woody Allen to do the Zencaster voice? This is off. I'm not using Zencaster again. Uh, no. Uh, hello? Hello. And who is this? And who is this one? To answer your second question, Griffin. Ah, and who is this one? Ah. It's me, Troy. Good. Okay. Hel- fire neck. A council rep. Troy fire neck. Council representative <laughs> is present and uh, the... Um, <clears throat> Uh, and who's this one? Oh, my name is um, Sven Wildsven, and I am a member of the United Ocean Council. And uh, Whoa. I am, of course, walk. a representative who's been invited uh, to uh, <laughs> walk you through the uh, process of uh, proving nice. or denying um, a new ocean. So. Wait, um, that responsibility's on me and Troy? No, no, I will be approving or denying your claim for a new ocean. This is the call that I'm joining? Uh, no, not quite. No? They do that on Zencaster. I was given a link. Uh, Neither no, of you are claiming that uh, Lake Michigan is an ocean? Oh, no. That's a wrong... Okay. I perhaps joined the wrong call. But we've got a different one to maybe submit. Oh, okay. Well, good. I'm ready with my denied stamp. It's comically big. Wait, what? Why? why I deny, deny almost it? every ocean because most things should not and could not be an ocean. I'm trying to get it down. As a council, I don't know if you know much about our history. We're trying to get it down to three oceans. Uh, as we have, as it stands, it's a bit ridiculous. Um, we want uh, only three in the world. So I think that um, any new one would be um, a kind of against our cause. But uh, of course, we'll always hear you out, and you can uh, of course still make your claim. So go ahead. Uh, well, I don't know much about it. I, Troy, you... Yeah, I would like to... I have a little bit of a, a bone to pick with you. You ever heard about Ocean Vesuvius? I've heard of a small lake near Vesuvius, yes. Yeah, a pond, a little willow tree hangs over top. There's lily pads, small frogs. We um, we sent a representative to uh, go investigate, um, and he regrettably turned up dead, which is not uncommon for these kinds of investigations, as a great many people um, want so desperately for there to be new, o- new oceans that uh, they will kill us. Well, let me tell you something. If he didn't die then he would have discovered that, A, the ocean is blue. B, it's salt water. That's two of the three requirements no, one is water. of an ocean. Water, oh, yeah. salt water, and big. Salt water? Big. Oh, wait, it's water, so salt, salt water, water, and big? Those are the three, I believe, that were iterated earlier on this call. And of course, there I know the same There was too one. much stuff for me to catch. There. I think that was said. I think that was said. Okay, okay. If not, okay. that is what we have parameters. That's what we have on a big board when you walk into our offices. That's what it says. Is it water? Is it big? Is it salt water? Okay, then start to look into could this potentially be an ocean? Two out of three is not bad. Okay. And Mount Vesuvius, Ocean Vesuvius, that w- that could put Vesuvius on the map. I came into this it's call today. It's on the map! Oh, what? 
what, all of a sudden you're a cartographer? You are you are murder investigators. Let me tell you, I came into this call today, and you and your idiot partner, Steve, slash Henry Henry, that fucking moron, you neither of you even knew that Vesuvius and Pompeii was, knew Pompeii was not a bustling metropolis. You had no idea. You never even heard of it. And it makes me sick. All right, volcanoes are perfect. Volcanoes are full of fire and hot and sexy. Yeah, that's true. Thank you. Uh, so, I mean, how do you define big? Is this for me? Sven. Yeah. Okay, think of bread box. It's larger than a bread box. Exactly. <laughs> okay, well, that's question a, one. Let me tell you that this ocean, this ocean is big. There's a great, Vesuvius is there's huge. A great amount way of paperwork that you have to fill out. So, question one: bigger than the bread box? Is it a mineral? Is it vegetable? There's so many questions on this. Ocean scene. is another box. <laughs> yeah, that's another one you could check. Uh, and I'll put the nice stamp on top of that because I don't think that's true. Um, we're very, very skeptical, and um, we're, um, we're creating eyes on new oceans. But um, okay, so sorry, bigger than a bread box. Than the bread box, absolutely has to be. And then um, beyond that, I think ocean, because uh, an ocean, as we know, covers seventy percent of of, um, of our planet. Water does, and so I think we should. Some people have we have the the benchmark of three. My I myself would like to get down to one ocean. I think that's what's best, and so I think which one. All the world, water should be one ocean. That's what I think, and I'm sorry, but that's what I think. So anything bigger than the entire body of water on the planet is too small for me. Okay, so we're off the application now. We're just talking about your opinions. <laughs> yeah, that's just how I personally conduct <laughs> it when I when I go about these things. So, just a little hint for you: don't bother trying. Okay. With me? With me? No, it's not gonna work. All right. Well, bigger than a bread box. <laughs> so it is. That is. It is that. No, it needs to be the it's size of the entire. Um, it dwarf absolutely dwarfs a bread box. This. This. I ocean. don't even think that's true. I've seen this. He sent back photos. This is a very small pond. There's. Uh, there's. A, it, it's big enough to fit a Rubik's cube in it. Completely submerged. Dries, dries up in the summer. <laughs> it, dry, it does dry up in the summer, of course. <laughs> or if the volcano starts a bubbling. It could, you know, could steam up a little, but it's nice. It's nice. It's nice. It's nice. People, you know, people go there. It's fun. It's fun. It was fun until, hmm, it's a little curious to me that a man that was pushing for this to be declared an ocean turned up dead. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, you say a lot of your representatives end up dead. This is true. I did hear that. Yes. Yeah. It's because of their passion. Passion for All right, suspect what? number one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Sven. The more passionate you are, the more likely you're going to get caught up with other passionate people, and some are passionate to kill. Some, I've, heard of, I've heard of some people who kill twice at a time. Oh, yeah, Cindy Bubblebutt, what was her name? <laughs> I think it was Cindy. Pastrami. <laughs> Mrs. Pastrami was lowered slowly into a volcano for her deeds. She did have a bubble butt, though. <laughs> she was a child. You both the weirdos. No, uh, uh, um, no, I'm talking about if she grew up. Anyway. <laughs> I'm not a weirdo. I was talking about if she grew up. 
<laughs> if, if she wasn't thrown into a volcano at seven, that's what I meant. Okay. <laughs> oh god, you guys are twisting everything I say. It's crazy. I'm I'm obviously not the murderer here. No, you're just a perfect. <laughs> But you were, you were his uh, mortal enemy, were you not, Miss Duncan Pisclam? Uh, you know, it was a love-hate thing. Yes, yes, he was my mortal enemy. We we came from just different... He was the sharks, I was the jets, but we all, you know, honor among thieves, you know? We respected science. Mm-hmm. We both, even though we were on different sides of it, we both respected striving for the truth. Yeah, he was. He mentioned he was going to go see the man with the burning penis, who he had seen <laughs> on many occasions before, and who had come to blows. He said at one time, and so he was a little uh, nervous. He said of going to Pompeii, to be honest with you, and uh, I think it was partly because he knew you'd be there. Yeah, well, when you say it came to blows, <laughs> I don't know if you uh, are interpreting that right. We had sex. If we I'm did have sex. Interpreting my own you, statement, right? You had sex with Duncan Pisclam. You're a yeah. mortal enemy. Now this is very. I had to. We had to. I mean, like I said, we definitely disagreed on a lot, but we had the same passion. And I had a passion for fire. He had a passion for water. We were gonna get together. It, uh, it was gonna happen. Mm. Opposites you know? attract, and that's science. Mm-hmm. Look at two magnets. Just like magnets. To the yeah. band Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, they were always fucking the th- the four and three of them, and all of them together mm-hmm. as one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Orgies <laughs> on stage, they would do for many live shows and gigs. Mm-hmm. Troy, when is the last time you had seen Duncan alive? Uh, it was about ten minutes before I found his body. Was he solving to cube? He yeah he solved so. Yeah, and then you didn't ask, but I mean, if I'm getting into it, so he said he, he he was like, so I came up the hill, right, just around like I crested the hill uh, where the the ocean is right beside that hill. I came up top and I said, "Hey, Duncan," and he said, "Hey, I just solved this Rubik's cube," and I said, "Cool," and then I was like, "Oh no, my shoe is untied," and he said, "Okay, no problem. You go tie your shoe. I'm gonna climb this tree." Mm-hmm. Okay. So I tied my shoe, so I was like right? Uh, and then I was like, oh, no, my other shoe's untied, too. What a mess. <laughs> so I tied that one. <laughs> and then I got up. And then that's where, I, that's where I've explained to you the rest of the story from there. Yeah, well, that I mean, it explains the tree. No one put him up there. He was mm. climbing up the tree himself when presumably oh, yeah. whatever happened it, happened. It didn't make that connection. Yeah, you're right. Now, I wonder what it is that actually killed him because... Water on your genitals is fine. No. That's a shower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I must say, there is the potential. This to me, you're saying he hang from a tree above a big pool of water. Is what you're saying? Upside down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know that uh, you uh, know that uh, people, when they commit certain crimes, are dropped into volcanoes. There are others that when they commit a certain crime, they are hung above the water. Those who commit ocean crimes must be hung above an ocean are you saying that in the time it took me to tie my shoe tie both my shoes that a execution happened that's what i'm saying i think the people of pompeii executed him for his crimes his oceanic crimes 
um, he was a whaler, and so they um, they killed him ocean style. I, you know what, Troy? Can I be honest with you? This is coming from someone from the UOC who didn't want this designated an ocean at all, who wants its representatives killed. I don't trust this explanation. Me neither. To be honest, There's I didn't say I want the representatives it. killed. I myself am a representative. But you want less oceans. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. No new so oceans. So you agree, you agree with the people who are killing your representatives at the very least? In this scenario? Suppose so, yes. <laughs> Do I think it's right? No, but I, am I happy that it is still designated as a pond instead of an ocean? Yeah, of course. That, that's exactly what I wanted. What is the last what is the last message you received from Duncan? He said about to go up the tree now. Oh, okay, so you talked to him even more recently than Troy. Yeah, that was a FaceTime. That <laughs> was a FaceTime. Yes. He was like, watch me climb this yeah, tree. He said, watch me climb this tree. And then uh, Wait a minute. What? There's no internet reception oh. up there for FaceTime? Oh. You have to be on top of the volcano to get it. There's oh. no internet you reception. Have to be on the vol- oh my god! <laughs> Uh, I, uh, that was the first thing said. Uh, I mean, uh, <clears throat> I'm breaking up on the Zencaster call, and uh, there's a poor connection. Your uh, claim for Lake Michigan has been denied. Wow, he dropped out. Oh my God! I think he did it. That right? Of course. Uh, if if he didn't do it, he was at least involved. And the sad Wait. thing is. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say the sad thing is. He's never gonna, even if he did do it, and I think he did, he's never gonna pay for his crimes because the UOC is just too powerful. Yeah. We can put him in a volcano. I could. <laughs> oh, okay. I just could. You I could then. do. <laughs> to get. You know what? Me and Duncan had a lot of issues, but. He didn't deserve to die. And I will vow to get revenge against the UOC. And that also means that it's confirmed that Lake Vesuvius should be Ocean Vesuvius, or they wouldn't have cared. Duncan was going to designate it an ocean. And he, he was going to designate it an ocean, and the UOC knew that. And they had to get rid of him, silence him. Let's do it right here and right now. Killed to death designates Lake Vesuvius as an ocean. Well, we could... Justice for Vesuvius. Hashtag get it going. (laughs) Yeah. The hashtag is get it going, and then you just hope people know it's about uh, justice for Vesuvius. (laughs) They'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. And then someone with the power designated from the queen can go do it. Oh, what a wonderful, wonderful one. Except for all the crimes. May her and King Charles live forever. May they, <laughs> yeah. Long may they reign yeah. in unity. And that wraps up another successful episode of Kill to Death. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh. Anything, anytime's even semi-satisfying. It feels so good. <laughs> I want to thank uh, Brady Schumer for our art. Not to mention Zach Aaron for our theme song. <laughs> If you have a suggestion for a murder, you can email killtodeathpodcast at gmail.com. But if you don't want to talk to us and merely want to have a gas online, that's killtodeathpodcast on Instagram or k2dpod on Twitter. Um, 
what we're gonna do to actually first, uh, first, first, Henry, Henry, let's scrap it. Oh, I uh, can't be known as that because um, the last two have kind of been half-hearted. And so I need a good one, Troy. Uh, this one's on you. Uh, I get to do it. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! The pressure! The pressure! Uh, well, in honor of the my deceased scientist nemesis slash sexual partner. Duncan Piss Clam. I think your name next week is going to be. Uh, Duncan Piss Clam Jr. All right, we're, so we're on a streak of uh, two episodes now where the Steve, you're basically nicknamed the victim. <laughs> All right, it's awesome. tough to think of three names in an app. So maybe this was a bat. Maybe this new nickname thing is really this new nickname thing off. Is, uh, maybe not our best move. Okay, 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 fine. How about how about uh, Veronica Beetlebutt? <laughs> Veronica Beetlebutt. <laughs> I like it. All right, that's it. That's it then. Um, now I got to sneak in too. Now, listeners might be listening to this episode and think, how did the network we're on think that this episode was a good idea or let us have this guest on to talk about the things he talked on? Well, there's some interesting things you should know about the Sonar Network, and we're going to turn now to Troy Fireneck to explain some of them. Hi, I'm Troy Fireneck, and, (laughs) you know, this is just a little... PSA from me to you. A lot of you know me as famous volcanologist and ocean truther, Troy Fireneck. But also, I love podcasts. I love pods. I'm a pod guy. And I specifically love Sonar Network podcast. That's the podcast network where this very show is on. Can you imagine? I love that network so much. And I got to be on it. Wow. You get a guest page now on the website? Ah, oh, I can't wait. You can go check it out at Troy Fireneck slash com dot slash com n o a a dot go. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I love podcasts, and guess I got and I love this on network. It's a great collective of uh, great stuff. All kinds of good shows on there. You can go check anything you uh, anything you like. It's probably on there. Blah, 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 blah. Everyone knows about the Sonar Network. Okay, okay. Something very exciting and new has just happened with it. Yes, that's what I've come here to talk about. That's what I was excited to mention. So, the Sonar Network, as of this very moment, has recently launched their subscription, premium subscription service, Sonar Plus. What does that mean? Well, if you're on Apple Podcasts and you subscribe... You'll get uh, ad-free access to all of our shows, plus bonus episodes, bonus content, free shows, and it's all for just a couple bucks a month. Whatever country you're from, whatever currency you use, it's a couple of those. There's tons of bonus content down there, and uh, it's well worth it, and I believe that Kill to Death has a... Not only if you do subscribe with for Kill to Death, you'll get ad-free versions of this episode, but you'll also get a bonus thing, right? Why don't you tell them about it, Griffin? 
so you get our bonus content. What we're offering uh, for us is, yes, ad-free episodes. Boring, and uh, it's a lot of work. Me and Steve are very daunted at having to upload all those files. We'll have all fun. Those episodes. Oh, no, you don't. You won't um, have to. No? Apple's going to do that for us. We'll talk later. <laughs> oh, shit. You guys got to subscribe. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, but more excitingly, uh, me and Steve uh, have a little bonus show that's going to come out bi-weekly. Short little episodes. Uh, we love movies. We're actually not, we're not doing improv. We're just guys who have made a little game show for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's the most exciting one. If you, if, you, if you are on this thing or you're subscribing for someone else's stuff while you're there, go check out Griffin and Steve Guess the Movie. We had a lot of fun making it, and uh, it's a fun listen. So go hang out on, on Sonar Plus. We'll probably yeah. unlock one in, in a, a little bit just, just to show you, but we don't there's know what more the just one. hell we're doing with it yet, but if you heard it at all, fire us a message. Let us know if you liked it, if you hated it, and uh, we'll keep making them. Yeah. And if you like this show and you just want to hear just Griffin and Steve, you know, just out of character, just being themselves as buds, and it's uh, it's really fun to listen to. I've listened to it because, as you know, you guys, I, I hacked into your computer and I stole all the files. As we know, <laughs> Troy did hack into yeah. our computer. But we were nice enough to let you on our show anyways. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that. Uh, but, yeah, it's fun to listen to. And it's, uh, if, you're on, if you're on Apple Podcasts, just go check it out. Uh, very exciting stuff. Uh, that's it for us. And I want to say, if you are being hunted and you are building a, a structure out there on the ice, well, keep your stick on the ice. <laughs> I guess a stick is lumber. The lumber. Yeah, keep a bunch of sticks on the ice and make it into a hut. Bye. 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 Killed to Death is produced and recorded by Steve Cook and Griffin Toplitsky and is a proud part of the Sonar Network. Music by Zach Aaron. Art by Brady Schumer. Special thanks to Mike Mangiardi, Katie Lure, and Tom Shank. Please follow and like Killed to Death wherever you can so the boys know how to value their worth as human beings. has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.